Master Plumbers Radio, bringing you all the stuff you won't learn in trade school. Uh, g'day everybody, welcome to the Master Plumbers Radio podcast. My name is Daniel Carroll and today's guest is exciting, Essendon Speedster Nick Hind. Nick, welcome. Thanks for having me, it's good to be on. No worries at all. I was, I was interested to find out recently that you're a plumber and uh, you're already a year into your apprenticeship when you were picked up by the North Ballarat Rebels to play in what was then known as the TAC Cup. How would you get into plumbing? Um, yeah, I finished school after year 11. Um, I was going to school in Maribor and I moved back over to Ballarat for the footy opportunity and, um, yeah, I probably school probably wasn't for me and, um, yeah, I just – knew someone that worked in a, um, a couple of my mates that worked in the plumbing industry and, um, yeah, just thought I'd sort of give it a go. And I worked with a roof plumber that was good mates with my dad at the time. Um, quickly worked out that I wasn't quite into the roof plumbing side of it. And then, okay. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, I, um, yeah, started a apprenticeship with a mechanical, um, commercial mob in Ballarat and, Okay, any any shout-outs you want to give out there to uh, let everyone know about their business? Um, yeah, it was Woodside Mechanical back then. was my first ever, yeah, who gave me the apprenticeship and um, did a few few jobs down in Torquay and um, at the uni down in Ballarat. So, um, okay. yeah, it was pretty pretty interesting starting in the mechanical area and um, yeah. starting right at the bottom of the food chain. <laughs> was there anything in particular that you really uh, – that, that you enjoyed about that aspect of the work? Um, oh, I think we had a pretty big crew at the time and, um, yeah, that varied in different ages and it probably just, um, helped me to grow up pretty quickly. Um, I was obviously only 17 and, um, can be a bit of a shock going straight into the work industry and, um, yeah, plumbing wasn't something I probably set out that I really wanted to do, um, outside of school. Obviously footy was the goal, but, um, yeah, it really helped mature me at a pretty young age and, um, quickly realise, you know, you got to work for yeah, everything in life. Of course. And what, what's the trade school out that way? Um, it was Fed Union, I think, back then, a long time ago now. <laughs> but, um, yeah, Federation Union it was, the trade school. It, that, that supplemented your, your footy career nicely, I guess. And in, in what would have been your draft year in 2012, um, you played a couple of games for North Ballarat Rebels, but uh, you broke your collarbone early in the season and um, sort of never really in contention there once you got a little bit of a uh, long-term injury. But you went off to play uh, footy at Clunes alongside your brother and coached by your dad, John. And uh, Yeah, yeah. I suppose that could have been that. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, as I said, the work industry was um, helping me to grow up pretty quickly and then, um, yeah, I probably wasn't, the type of kid growing up that went through, you know, the um, talent pr- pathways that a lot of the AFL players go through. And, um, yeah, I probably wasn't just quite ready to um, be in a professional environment at 17. Um, I was actually quite happy doing the plumbing. And, um, um, you know, just, I was just a young country boy who loved playing footy. I didn't know too much about um, the structure side of it and what it really took. Yeah, to be at that elite level. Yeah, so on the tool during the week and uh, having a kick on the on the weekend. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly right. <laughs> so not not long after that, you um you managed to catch the eye of a, a local uh, Ballarat footy legend in Dan Jordan, who's uh, had a pretty a pretty quick trajectory up the coaching uh, food chain, I guess you say, and now sits in the in the box with Ben Rutten. 
Um, so while that would happen whilst you uh, were playing at East Point, tell us a little bit about um, uh, your time playing there and getting to know Dan. Yeah, well, the East Point stuff was sort of just um, after a couple of years of playing uh, out with family, I thought I'd give the Ballarat Footy League a go and see how far I could take it. And um, I like the grounds in Ballarat as well because they're a bit, bit nicer than the Central Islands grounds and um, I like the fast deck, so it was suited for me in there. But, um, yeah, I just met Dan through um, my cousin, knew him, from they played some cricket together and then um yeah i got to know him and um yeah he was a superstar and he yeah i had thank him a lot for really um giving me the opportunity to come down to um melbourne and play in the vfl just um yeah it was really no expectations then and it was just to be able to come down and have a go but um yeah he's been there from the start um with my footy journey and um yeah it's good now to be at essendon i guess going full circle and um, getting to work together every day, and yeah, we're quite good friends. So, um, yeah, I guess that's really nice. That's that's awesome. I, I know talking to a couple of the apprentices, it makes a huge difference when you when you're in that sort of uh, position of making a transition from one point to another. Having having a bit of a mentor mentor style person where you can ask questions and have have a little bit of a um, uh, you know, a solid relationship with somebody that you can help you through that transition. Is that been really helpful as well? Yeah, absolutely. And Dan's got a really good balance of, um, you know, work and, and life as well. And I can go to him about a lot of stuff that really doesn't have to do with footy or he'll give me advice on, um, you know, how I tackle different things with footy and, um, yeah, it's quite a nice balance. He's not my line coach, which is probably a good thing. Um, so I have a different coach who coaches me in the back line, but, um, yeah, he's been quite a good mentor to me because, you know, we're both country boys and, um, yeah, I guess he knows the road I t- took to get to the AFL and, um, yeah, he's, he's just been brilliant for me. And now um, you touched on something before, uh, really appreciating the uh, fast-moving ground. And uh, I've, I've seen a clip a few times online that would have made a few people sit up and take notice of, of yourself and your ability. Um, and that was a, a bit of a line-breaking dash against Richmond in the 2018 VFL semi-final against Richmond. Uh, that showcased your your blistering speed. Um, apart from the fact that it's obviously a huge weapon of yours, and um, a lot of the people watching AFL would would have seen that this year and and um, previous years with the Saints. Um, what, what's the talk like with your coaches um, to use this in the game? Are you just given um, the all clear to take the game on at all costs? And um, no, it's it's a balance. Um, yeah, we obviously play a pretty system based defense um, and. Yeah, it's, it's a balancing act and um, a lot of the time when I'm, you know, going on those runs and that sort of stuff, it's um, definitely on instinct and not something I um, really set out to do. But, um, yep. yeah, it's a bit of a running joke a little bit around the place that um, I don't know what I'm going to do with it. They, my teammates <laughs> don't know what I'm going to do with it and uh, my coaches definitely don't know what I'm going to do with it. Just be ready but, um, for anything. Nah, it's, yeah, yeah. No, nah, it's definitely a balancing act and um, – but you know, everyone's got their weapons in the AFL or any footy you play or any you know any job, any you know, um, and you need to be able to bring them sometimes. And um, I think that's what makes AFL great. You got so many different people with so many different skills, and can all bring them together as a team. It's pretty special. And after a few seasons in the with the Bombers in the in the VFL, where it was a pretty pretty competitive side, actually, um, you were earn your AFL opportunity as a mature age recruit in the twenty eighteen. NAB AFL draft with St Kilda's pick number 54. 
And I believe there was a little bit of uh, reading a couple of articles. There was a, um, you know, there was a chance you could have gone either way. The Essendon still had had their eyes on you, but the Saints snapped you up with pick fifty four. What was it like to finally hear your name called out at the draft after your um, your journey? That's probably a, you know, a, lo- a lot longer than the majority of the the people looking for their names to be called out at the same time. Yeah, it was very special. Um, yeah, my family loves footy, always have. Um, my dad probably loves footy more than I do, to be honest. Um, <laughs> but yeah, it was just special for that. It was it was a it was a lot of relief for myself. Um, at the time and you know you work pretty hard to get to where you want to get to and it was yeah, probably a little bit of relief for myself but my family you know they really enjoyed it and um my grandfather um is actually a mad saint supporter so yeah he was absolutely Bonus. stoked the rest yeah the rest of my family was Essendon, but they were just happy that you know i um got drafted and got drafted and stay in melbourne um and yeah but that that day is something i'll remember forever and uh, my old man actually owns a pub down in Clunes and has for a long time. So I was in Melbourne at the time when the draft was almost in family. And then, um, yeah, the Saints gave me the weekend off. So I just went down to Clunes and was it was beautiful. I was over to catch up with all my extended family and some friends. And so uh, I really enjoyed the moment. for the weekend. Yeah, yeah, for some. <laughs> not not for me, but for some. <laughs> now, now moving, moving on to St Kilda from, you know, uh, playing footy uh, – the bombers in, in the VFL there. What, what was the change to your life? Was there, you know, did you have to shift houses? You know, there's a bit of a, a distance between the training uh, precincts there. Yeah, yeah. So I moved, um, I actually stayed in the rental I was in for a few months and just did the travel over the Westgate, um, which got pretty tiring. So, yeah, um, yeah then I made the move over to, um, over near Moorabbin where the facility was. Um, and, yeah, so it was a little bit different making a whole new group of friends and um, a whole new workplace. So, um, but yeah, I love my time there and um, yeah, I wouldn't change it for the world. That's great. And one of the most interesting things I found out um, when I was doing a little bit of research for our chat today was that I didn't realise that your AFL debut was almost played in another country. Can you tell us about that? Yeah, I've got, yeah, it's pretty strange. Um, I was actually, um, so the boys were, had flown out to go to China to play in Shanghai because we played Port Adelaide there. And um, I was in the shopping centre at 12 o'clock during the day on the Saturday because I hadn't been picked. So the guys that did weren't going to be picked um, just stay in Melbourne. Um, And the game was actually on the Sunday in China. um, And I had a phone call from the trainer from um, St Kilda. And he's actually um, a bit of a jokester. And I thought, I thought he was taking the piss out of me, to be honest. (laughs) Um, And he called me and said, mate, you've, you've got to, fly over tonight we'll send you the details um everyone's got sick and i just went oh yeah whatever um and just sort of said yeah we'll wait to hear from coaches if that's the case yeah. and about 15 minutes later the coaches call and say yeah we've booked you a flight tonight 10 hour flight um get to the airport myself and ben Patton, and um said yeah you gotta fly out you you're a chance to your chance to play everyone's sick so i thought oh, yeah, i better get on the flight so we slept through the flight that night woke up and um yeah when the flight got there and it was actually the morning of the game, so I went to the hotel, fair few boys sick, um, then got to the ground and said, "No, you're not. You're not going to be needed. There's a few guys that have got up to play. Um, probably wouldn't have been a nice game to play in, considering we lost by about 80 points and it was about 40 <laughs> degrees. So, um, but then yeah, so didn't didn't debut there. Spent about 24 hours in in Shanghai, all up, and then took two flights home, one straight to Singapore, and then from Singapore back to Melbourne. Um, 
And then two weeks, oh, we had a buy the week after, and then two weeks after, made my debut in all places of Townsville. So yeah, I was that, that was a next, strange next, couple of weeks. <laughs> <laughs> that was actually the next point on my list, and you, you actually debuted not the uh, following week, the week after in. Uh, what would have been your next game, the round 13 of the 2019 season against Gold Coast, uh, as you mentioned, in Townsville, where yeah. I, I believe you joined the illustrious first kick, first goal club. What's that like? Yeah. Yeah, I was just more relieved to get a kick, to be honest. Um, <laughs> I had a nice win behind me. So, um, yeah, no, nah, that was pretty special. That was another one I spoke about before, just a special day for my family. and Yeah, um, yeah a lot of relief for myself. And finally being able to get a taste at uh, AFL level after, you know, putting so much into your your journey to that point. Um, I, I'm, I'm imagining your family and that joined you up there and, um, you know, it would have been a special moment for everybody involved. Yeah, yeah, I had a lot of family go up. I actually had, to backtrack a little bit, I had some family fly over to China. That's how committed they are to um, thinking I was wow. going to play my first game. <laughs> um, so... That was a little bit of a pointless trip for him, but um, they said they wouldn't take it back now. And, um, <laughs> but, yeah, I had a, I've got a very big family and, um, yeah, they all come up to Townsville and they all go to every game. So, um, yeah, I've got great support network there. Oh, that, that always helps, I'm sure. Um, yeah. Did, did they manage to stay longer than the 24 hours you were there? Nah, they had to get back as well. So they all had to work on the um, Tuesday, I think it was, so they had to get back as well. And, Mate, that um, is dedication. That is dedication. Yeah. yeah, yeah, it was unbelievable. <laughs> well, you you ended up playing two seasons with the Saints, I think uh, 23 games, uh, 11 and 12 games, before getting a call from the Bombers to return to Tullamarine. How, how was that um, receiving that or had that conversation all go down? Um, yeah, it was sort of just late in the hub last year, uh, a few conversations with um, Dan initially, just as friends, and yeah. he is pretty honest with me and he sort of just said that, you know, I reckon there's an opportunity here for you. Um, and then it was a few calls from Adrian, Dora and um, Truck. And then, yeah, sort of just went from there. And obviously, I think they lost a few players with a bit of speed in the back line and even in the forward line and um, sort of said there'd be an opportunity here. And, yeah, to be honest, a lot of people ask me this question, but it just it just felt right to me. Um, yeah. Yeah, and it was just a good opportunity for me to come back and play halfback where – not necessarily – there was no word of me coming back and playing straight away. It was just more there was opportunity there that they would give me to show what I had at half back, and that's somewhere I played my, all my football from when I was a young kid. So, um, yeah, and that's just sort of how it come about. And, yeah, it just felt right at the time. So the, the Bombers eventually managed to trade in what, you know, probably many in the footy world will now say is a super value trade for the Bombers as the form you're in so far this season has been – Pretty good. Um, do you know you had this in you or was there anything in particular that's brought this about? You know, obviously there was, I think, at the Saints you're playing as a forward now as at the Bombers you're playing in defence. Was what, what do you think's brought out this uh, reign of form in you? Um, yeah, I actually don't really know. I haven't changed a lot from past seasons. Um, and I think just the, obviously getting the opportunity to play down back and have that trust from my coaches and my teammates to – um, perform a role and um, to be honest I just play footy like it's going to be my last game every week I feel like I've um, worked pretty hard to get to where I have and yeah I've, I've gone a pretty tough way to get there not many do and um, yeah. yeah I guess I just love the position I'm in now to be able to play a role for a team in the AFL um, in, you know a club that I love in Essendon um, yeah. and yeah I just 
love playing footy and love playing with my mates and um, I think that's probably just an enjoy- like the enjoyment factor um, when you're in a role that you love and um, you know we're Positive. a pretty exciting group and yeah it's just I think yeah I haven't really changed too much my body type or diet or training any harder it's just the fact that it's all about I the environment to be trusted yeah yeah yeah. Awesome. You're playing at St Kilda during the first COVID lockdown and I read online that you and a few teammates had a bit of a, a part-time job happening during that period. Can you tell us about that? Yeah. Um, there was a guy that um, we knew through St Kilda and he was uh, – obviously, I was posted at the time. We're pretty banked up with work because of COVID online orders and that's how everyone was sort of getting their stuff. So yeah. we decided that um, – yeah, for one, we probably needed the money and um, two, to keep us sane, um, just so that we'd go ahead and do a bit of part-time work. And, um, yeah, that was pretty funny for a few guys that were playing footy and hadn't really worked in another job before. So um, Yeah, of course. I'd never, ever thought, yeah. I'd never even thought of that. Yeah. Yeah. No, it was good. It was um, – I'm very – we're all very grateful for the Oz Post to actually give us some work and um, – yeah, it was just interesting. It was like going back to the VFL days of working all day and then training in the afternoon. So um, do you manage a bit of uh, skills work with some of the, the lighter packages in, in the uh, warehouse? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, no, it was a pretty strict rule, no throwing around of anyone's parcels, but um, yeah, we're on a tight ship there. No, very good. And, of course, COVID's continued to impact the AFL season and you're actually speaking to us now from Queensland? Yeah, I'm in Noosa at the moment, so um, I won't rub it in too much. But, um, <laughs> nice and cold here today, I'll tell you that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no doubt. Um, but, no, so, yeah, it's, it's, it's thrown us around a little bit. It was actually our day off last week and um, on the Wednesday and we'd got a message about nine in the morning saying, get on a Zoom call in half an hour and usually we know what that means. Um, so... Yeah, got on the Zoom call and they said, you got two hours, pack your stuff, we're going. Don't know how long we're going to be going for, just pack as much stuff as you can. And, yep. um, yeah, it's looking like we'll probably be here for a few weeks, but we're not 100% sure yet. Okay. So how, how, has, that, how has that been? I, I talked to a few people, especially, you know, in, in, in all areas of work and personal life and whatever. It's been, it's been different for everybody, the whole COVID situation. And I can't imagine being in a situation like you guys that get – you know, at the drop of a hat, you have to pack your bags and, and move to, away from your family and friends to a different part of the country. Um, is, is there anything in particular that you guys, is it just being part of a footy team where, you know, um, you can get get together with each other and, you know, watch movies or have a laugh or whatever? How, how does it work? Yeah, I think footy clubs are an amazing place. There's a lot of, like, you know, there's a lot of support here for guys that need it and um, the mateship stuff brings you together it can be quite tough for a lot of guys who, you know, have young kids or, um, you know, have a, a few kids back home or family back home or stuff like that. But, um, yeah, I think just the support and the mateship and um, obviously that we quickly think about how lucky we are to, you know, be in the position we are to still be able to play footy and still be able to perform our job at the end of the day. Um, I think that quickly gets you through and the staff at Noosa have been fantastic here and, um yeah, I think we all just get locked into doing our job at the end of the day and uh, we know that back home, if we're still playing footy, we're putting smiles on people's faces back home. So, um, yeah, I think that's a big part for us. 
Uh, we definitely appreciate that. I love love watching the footy, regardless of who's playing. I I, I will uh, let everybody know that's listening. I am a, a Bombers man, and uh, yeah, I've let the cat out of the bag there. But um, <laughs> really appreciate uh, all the all the players sacrificing uh, what they do to um, put on the game that we all love. Um, I heard an interesting an interesting comment from um, Jake Stringer on on. Uh, on the footy coverage a couple of weeks ago where they were, they were talking about hub life and uh, moving around the country and he said, oh, you know, for some of the old guys it's a bit tough moving away from the family but uh, a lot of the young'uns are treating it like a school camp. <laughs> is, yeah. there, is there anything in particular that's you know, this is the go-to? Is it playing games or um, is there any one thing that, you know, gets a, a good run to keep everybody entertained? Yeah, yeah, there's a fair bit of um, Mario Kart going on for a while in Perth there. Okay. In, um, in the hub, but everyone's that competitive that that um, quickly dies off. But, yeah, no, there's a few Nintendo Switches getting around. A few boys bring their PlayStation up. Um, yep. Pack card games. Pack the PlayStation few, first. And the, pack yeah. the PlayStation first and the close second. <laughs> yeah, that's it. There's a few boys up playing tennis at the moment and um, a bit of basketball. So but there's, there's plenty to do. Is there anyone that's, um, uh, you know, you obviously learn a lot about the people that you're travelling with that you might not have uh, learned otherwise. Is there anything uh, that has stuck out to you like uh, you didn't realise beforehand? You know, is someone like a, a gun tennis player or, you know, is, is, is are there any good cooks around? Um, we don't do much cooking away, which would um, would be pretty interesting if we, if we had to. I don't reckon many of the young blokes would do too well in the kitchen. Um, <laughs> but, nah, there's there's not anything that really sticks out too much. Um, everyone sort of runs their own show up here. And, um, yeah, there's a lot of time where you spend on your own, that's for sure, just because there's a lot of time playing footy with each other. And yeah, um, But, yeah, no, nah, it's a good environment up here. That's oh, great. And we all know there's a, a very, very famous back pocket plumber in the uh, AFL all-round great Kevin Sheedy, and I've recently heard you referred to as the half-back flank plumber. <laughs> Do you think that's something that's going to stick, and is that something you'll go back to after football? Um, yeah, definitely. Uh, I was actually was keen to start my own business before in my final year of um, – in my draft year, and um, it's something that, yeah, I, I, towards the end, was probably a little bit more passionate about than at the start, um, but – yeah, I'm, I'm hoping to step back into that when I finish footy and, um, yeah, I love the heating and cooling side of plumbing and, okay. um, yeah, something that I'll definitely look look forward to doing when I finish, just hopefully not not for a while. No problem at all. And uh, you've got my details, so you know who to call when you need to get set up for your business. Uh, you know, the master plumbers will help you out. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> Sounds good to me. <laughs> and finally, just a word a word from you for anyone out there, you know, looking to follow in your shoes, whether it be to go and play football or or start a plumbing apprenticeship. Um, you know, what, what any advice you give any young people out there that, you know, looking to decide what they're going to do with the rest of their lives? Yeah, I think it probably comes back to um, the first point at the start of the podcast was just, you know, that, Straight out of school, a lot of people don't know, but plumbing is a great trade. And, um, yeah, it's given me a lot of skills to be able to still perform in the footy and um, help me grow up a lot. And, um, and and I know it's probably cliche for people to say, but you've got these skills for life. And um, four years out of your life to do an apprenticeship for something that you've got forever is, um, yeah, definitely something that I'm grateful for. And 
um, yeah, always push people to go down that trade if they're looking for something to do. Um, and then, yeah, I think just with footy, it's, you're never too old. That's for sure. Um, if you think you want, or any, in any trade or any workplace, you can always get to where you want to get to. And, um, it's definitely just about having a go and putting everything into that while you can. Well said. Well, uh, that brings us to the end of our time, I think. Thank you very much for, uh, you know, giving up your time to talk with us today. And, um, yeah, I wish you all the best uh, in your time up in Queensland for the rest of the season. And, um, yeah, hopefully you, you go deep into uh, September and um, do the Bombers proud. Good on you. Thanks for having me. I appreciate it. You've been listening to Master Plumbers Radio. Check out the Master Plumbers website at plumber.com.au or hit us up on email at podcast at plumber.com.au. You can also check us out on Facebook and Instagram.